the Daily Dimensions podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And I'm here joined by my friend, Nadia, man. Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. Appreciate you pulling up. Thank you for being here. Sat in that traffic, too, dog. Get here. <laughs> Definitely sat in some traffic. <laughs> Wasn't pretty. It was about two, what, two hours? Two and a half? Almost three? Came here for a revolution. <laughs> With that being said, we going to the Kirk Franklin concert tonight. It's literally, we got to leave in like 30, 40 minutes, but we getting the interview done. All right. We showing up for Kirk. Showing up. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want to get into, and, and it's one of my favorite parts of doing any interview of how we met. Like I wrote on a paper, you seen it and started laughing, <laughs> but um, how it started versus how it's going. Right. So. In the blooper, you was doing the intro of how we met. I'm going to do it this time. Because <laughs> I was like, I didn't know she was going to go that way. But I was like, oh, no, no. You said some stuff I forgot about. And I'm going to leave it in the blooper reel. <laughs> but, um, You're not showing them the real stuff? No. Huh? Huh? They got to pay for that. They got to pay for that. <laughs> but, my um, business. Um, yeah. So, like you were saying before, we met at WestCon. It was what my senior year, your sophomore year, something like that. Yeah, sophomore. But I was an RA. I was like I told y'all before, I was one of them lit RAs. I didn't really care what you did. <laughs> and you was a, a arm, academic resource, resource something. There we go, mentor. Get paid for nothing. I was so jealous. <laughs> I ain't had a GPA for it, but I'd have been one, yo. And basically, that's like a tutor that live in your building, but they don't, they don't do nothing, and they get paid. <laughs> they, <laughs> they be getting paid, dog. I think I was going to pay more than us. I mean, but you got, you got meals and um, room and board. They just gave me room and board. I still had to get a meal plan. I still bread. Not really. You got, you got room and board, the meals, and you was getting paid like $20. They would. <laughs> you got $20 every two they weeks. They gave us a, a bi-weekly stipend of like $90. <laughs> it wasn't doing nothing for me, dog. Mine was like 180 Must be nice. That, must be nice. You know how bad that is? Every two weeks, that's what we was living off of? At the time, we thought it was lit. I, I thought was it was lit. lit. I was lit. <laughs> I was I making was it stretch, lit. dog. But, um, yeah. No, so we met back then. And at that point in our life, there was, like I said, I was one of them lit RAs. It was a lot of drinking that took place. <laughs> My room was the party room. Like, it was for a minute. Then I got cuffed and it was over. Yeah, yeah it went downhill after it that. Downhill. It wasn't, you, you couldn't find me no more. But... It was a lot of drinking. It was a lot of smoking. We was very different people. We was active. We was outside. It was a lot of partying. Like, it was very different. And to see that, one, we're still friends now. We're probably better friends now. <laughs> but our lives are in a very different place from where we met each other. Like we said, we going to the Kirk Franklin concert tonight. Like, <laughs> to go from the smoking and the partying and all this stuff to like, do you want a revolution? <laughs> you feel me? Like, it's different now, dog. So, um, yeah, I just want to like come out and just say, this ain't even a question. This is more like a statement. Just thank you for being that consistent person in my life. Like I was saying before, the, we had the bloopers and everything. We, we had to cut it. But <laughs> <laughs> you are somebody who keeps me accountable. And there's not too many people in my life that keep me accountable. So, like, whether it's health, my mental, relationships, Jesus, whatever it is, you're one of the few people that keep me accountable in every aspect of my life. So I want to say thank you. You're welcome. I try. But um, <laughs> for you... As it as because I know I had my journey and I've 
grown and my life has changed and I got closer to God. Let me ask you this. How did your walk with God start to develop and like what led you to get closer to him? Mm, that's a good question. Um, so I'll go to church with my grandpa every Sunday and I was just there. And then the pastor would be like, don't play church. Don't be coming here and, and thinking that you, you with God. Cause you in church. And I'm just like, yeah, he's talking. God see me. I'm here. And then like one day they had a, um, <laughs> one day they had a, um, a sermon. It was about forgiveness. Mm. And then that one touched me. Cause you know, you had your other episode about forgiveness. I did do that. And I still ain't forgive the people that we keep talking about. I should forgive. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. And then somebody else in the church, they knew what I was going through. And um, he's a father. And his wife was like, my husband would like to talk to you. And he spoke to me. And then a week later, he wrote me a letter about forgiving that same person. And I was just mm. like, wow. And I was like, it's a great letter, but I'm not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> so and then, dope, but it's not, not right yeah, now. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to just pray on it. So then I started praying. And um, I was just like, every time I started feeling the way, I'll just pray about it. Then, mm. you know, I went through, like, some depression and all of that. And I have I felt like I didn't have much or anyone. I had you at Scratch. And I was just like, mm. And it wasn't, like, that wasn't the, that was the first time I got through it. But it was like, I can't yeah. keep calling y'all. I got to figure this out on my own. And I started praying. And then I don't know what made me finally pick up the Bible. And I'm like, oh, this is saying something. Like, <laughs> he said it's speaking to me. It's speak. You see, I'll be sending you the verses. And I'm like, yo, yeah. this, just, this just happened to me real life. And then. The more I keep reading it, the more I'm like feeling it. Like sometimes, like we talk about it, where like you just sitting there and you just feel God like touching you. He's talking to you, like yeah. And I'm just like wow. And I'll just be trying, like, like I'll be trying to hold it in, like you know, like sometimes you want to be like, well, God said this, and then you just like, oh, this person not ready to hear that. They, yo, it's different. <laughs> they it's not ready. Different. It's like I, I got some perspective on it, but you're not ready for it, so I don't know. Yeah, and it's like to, and then sometimes I'll be thinking about it, like we was talking about it, it was like. Like how we met, like where I was at, and now I'm somebody that I could quote with the Bible saying, I'm like, oh man, I'm turning into one of them people. Like, <laughs> like I'm about to be one of them. Like, nah, this this scripture says this, and I'm just like, ah, but I'm like, it's like a it's like a feeling you can't fight. So it's like, I didn't, I don't feel like I did this journey on my own. Mm. Like I feel like God, like He pulled me, like He took me. He'll do it. And it was like I ever told you about when I took the NCLEX. You probably did, but I don't remember. So when I took the NCLEX, I went into the building. Before I walked into the building, I started praying. Mm. And then when I got to my um, computer, I was like, I just I just dropped to my knees and started praying. And then the lady was like, miss, we don't have time. I said, excuse me, I'm praying. <laughs> I was, that's what we talking about. That's what we talking I was like, excuse about. me, I'm praying. And then I prayed. And then um, I prayed for everybody in the room. Saw the first question. I said, oh. And I started oh. praying again. When I tell you, I did not take that test. God did because... What's, what they be saying? God did like God that. Did. They yes, believe yes. God did. I didn't. I did not take that test, but that's how I got there. Like just everything. Like now, I don't be turning to people. I will be turning to God. Mm. You, all right. See, because that you could do a whole episode on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. You said a couple things. I'm gonna try and get to each one. But right there, turning to God and not turning to people is major because it's a lot of us that got things going on in our life be dealing with interpersonal relationships, all types of different stuff. And the first thing we want to do, because it's comfortable for us is go to a friend mm -hmm. or go to a family member. 
But there are times where you go to a friend and that friend is going to let you down at some point. Like you're going to go to them for some advice at some point and you're going to be like, yo, this was terrible advice. This was trash. Or they may not just they don't want to deal with you at that moment. Because sometimes it's like, yo, I'm tired. You've been dealing with the same thing for like mad long. I don't want to hear about this no more. Where's the solutions? <laughs> you feel me? Um, and you may go to other people and they may let you down. It may not work out. But going to God with your problems, that's the one way where you won't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You'll be tested, but you won't be disappointed. Definitely tested. Yeah, that's big. And um, dang, it was something else you said that I'm like, yo, she really spitting right now. It's <laughs> something else you said. Um the Bible and you was talking about how you read it and it's like, yo, this is really applying to my life. Like this is the Bible is one of them things where like they say you read it and it reads back to you. Mm, I never heard that. Yeah. It's like you read it and then it's reading you and it's dope when you get to that point where like you're reading the Bible, you're in your word and it starts hitting you different. You're like, yo, I was just doing this last Tuesday. And it's like, oh, this is like this. And they're like, oh, this is all the same. And it's like, the more you get into it is the more you see that everything that plays out in real life was already just written in there. Like, it's dope, man. Yep. And then, like, um, I remember reading the Bible and I was like, remember, it's, not, it's not even to say remember the time because it was a few situations. <laughs> like, I was just like, God, are you, did you tell me to read this right now? Like, why am I? Because, you know, sometimes I'm behind on the Bible. And then it's like, am I purposely behind to read this on the day I'm going through it? Because now if I would have read it on time, I wouldn't have really felt what I was supposed to see. Mm-hmm. And then when I read it, I'm like, oh, they they spitting in here. Like, <laughs> so what? Talking. And it also, like, for, for those of you listening, it matters what version you're reading. Because then that determines how you're going to get it. It's a huge difference. That is a huge difference. Because... The what is it? King James version? Man, the wherefore out That's style? in Spanish. <laughs> this is Spanish. Spanish might have been easier. I, yeah, I, I don't even know what they're talking about <laughs> the here. King James version. It's like reading Game of Thrones. That's what oh, it's no, like. I, I can understand Game of Thrones. Game King of Thrones James, might be a little bit easier. Yeah. Like King James, like every every third word, you don't even know what that means. Yeah. I just see ye, and I'm like Kanye. I'm <laughs> joking. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yo, what are we reading right now? Say, ye? Oh, oh man, but um, yo, definitely the version you read makes a difference. And um, I remember the actual thing that you said, and I was like, oh man, I got to talk about this. But um, as you're talking, what came to mind was Tyler Harris. You remember Tyler Harris? Yeah. So he like, sings, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's a pastor now. Yeah. And he did. He came. He was one of the first people I interviewed. Like mm-hmm. one of the first five or whatever. And in that interview, we was talking about how, like, you know, his Instagram just started changing. Like, he started off, all you would see is him doing football workouts, trying to get into the league, getting ready for uh, combines and tryouts mm-hmm. and all these different things. And then slowly, it's like, he's at church. He's reading the Bible. He's posting the scripture. Then it's like, oh, wait, you got you, you preaching now? Like, you in the front. You're not in the chair no more. Like, you in the, you on the other side. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. Like, you can just see the transformation unfolding. And you said something along the lines of, like, oh, man, I'm turning into one of those. <laughs> I'm definitely turning one of those. You, your transformation is on and the way. To speak of that, I'm not going to name the person. But you remember, like, 
before we got there, we used to see it, somebody else like posting and stuff like that. And we was mm-hmm. like, oh, they wilding. And now look yeah. at us. Now we feel what they feel. Yo, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the transformation is very, very real, man. When God ready for you, he ready. So um, let me ask you this. What ways do you see that as you're, you're growing closer to God, you're transforming? Like things in your life are starting to change. What, what changes are you seeing? Um, people. Like, I used to be so available for some people, and then now I'm just like, I don't got time to be talking to you. So, like, mm-hmm. if you guys happen to be listening, you now you know why I'm not answering the phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> he said I can't be too accessible. Yeah, like, um, also, it's just, like, certain things, like, it just doesn't fit fit into what I'm trying to do. Like, you saw the other day, I was reading the book, and then the book started scaring me. I'm like... Yo, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like, this yeah. is the power of the universe and manifesting. So, like... Now it's like a lot of things. It's just like it's like opening doors to me, and then it's like you could feel people's energy based off of like if you mention God, how they start acting, mm-hmm. and it's like I be trying to hold it in. Like so at work, like I'm not supposed to be like talking about God, and then sometimes I'll be like my patient's about to to die, and I'm just like let me let me pray with you real quick, like and then it'll make such a difference because the this last guy he was like you're the first nurse that ever prayed with me. And I, mm. I, that felt crazy because this man, he's on hospice now. He's about to go any day now. Yeah, that clock is ticking. Yeah, and he said, you're the first nurse that ever prayed with me. Like, and he was he was a few days from being 90. Ever. Man. Ever in his life. And I was just like, wow. That felt that felt crazy. Mm. And then, like, even, um, I'm, a, I'm just attracting different people because I'm, like, another patient. Like, I was sad I didn't go to church last Sunday because I was at work. And they bought me flowers. And remember you laughed about at me about my flowers? Look, I'm getting my flowers. I'm getting my flowers. I'm getting my flowers. I'm laughing at you about the flowers. I'm getting my flowers. Said, I'm a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start laughing on here. No, you know you get obnoxious. I'm trying to hold it in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different kind of laugh. <laughs> no, yeah, they don't know the real laugh. It's a, the laugh you see now ain't the real laugh. <laughs> this is the polite laugh. Yeah, all right, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You got it. You got it. <laughs> we back. Yeah. All right. But um, nah, that's um, like God in the workplace is a whole nother subject too. Like, cause once you you get to a certain point, oh man, it's about to be a lot right now. But God in the workplace, he'll he'll make a way. Cause like I worked in nonprofits. You can't be talking about politics or religion in nonprofits. Mm. Especially we was getting money from the state. You can't, you definitely can't be out here talking about nothing. And when I say to you, we was finding a way. We was going to talk about Jesus if we had to. <laughs> and where I used to work, they had um, a Black History Month celebration. And it was lit. When I say to you, this is the most lit Black History Month celebration. And one of the, the people I work with, he brought some people from his church. Because he's like the music director at his church. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they, you know, they sang Negro National Anthem, stuff like that. But, like, they sang this one gospel song, and I don't remember the name of it. But I'm at work, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, fighting the tears back. (laughs) I'm, like, the clients is singing it. Everybody is into it. And I'm, like, whew, I'm doing my job right now, God. But you're trying to make me start. You're trying to make me move right now. (laughs) But I said, oh, man. But when he he wants his message to get across, it's going to get across. It don't matter where your workplace is at. It don't matter what avenues you got to go through, mm-hmm. what hoops you got to jump through. Like when the message just needs to get across, it's going to get across. So you got that across with that patient. I tell you, like, I just be fighting. I'm, I'm like, you know, it's, it's just like a battle. Like, should I do this? Should I not do it? And then 
God just be like, forget what you thinking about. We about to say it. And I'm like, ah, this is not even me doing this. And then now I understand when the, the pastors and all of them saying, it's not me talking, it's God talking. I'm like, oh, not I believe you. Yeah. I believe you. Because it's just a feeling that take over and it's like, dang, this ain't even me no more. Because if I was in, like, if I'm in my right mind, I'm not doing this. Some of the things you do, you're just like, I'm not doing this. Never. Yeah. I'm thinking about my job. I got bills to pay and I'm in here like <laughs> praying. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And they were like, where's Nadia? And I'm over here. Like, I, I was going in. Like, I'm holding this man's hand going oh, in. Man. I was going in. You started speaking in tongues? Not that bad. Like I was just like I was I was just going I was just I was I was I felt the spirit and I was like yeah. and then he and then he got like his like he's he he was not um speaking clear and then after I said amen he spoke so clear and I was just like clear as amen you ever heard. Yes it was. Uh-huh. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love this because this is really how we be talking. Um so another thing too. And I want to ask you, have you like started to feel this and have you seen this? But like once you get to a certain point in knowing about God and relationship with God, as much as it's a beautiful thing, it low key be frustrating because you can't go back to who you used to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's certain ways you want to act. You want to get back in that old character. And yes. it's like, dang, I can't even do this no more. It don't feel right. I was listening to a cartel song the other day. I had to turn it off. I was like, dang. Free vibes. Free, free cartel, dog. We both said. Free vibes. Yo, I, I really wanted to listen to the song. And I'm like, I let, I let 30 seconds more go. And I was like, I, I was like, this is not, not right. And I still mm-hmm. let that 30 seconds in. I'm trying to, I'm trying to fight. Like, we're going to hear this song. And then I was like, all right. Turned it off. But <laughs> it is like, it, it, it's a surprising change. Like, because everything you want to do you 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 know you shouldn't be doing it it's like it's mm-hmm. worse than being on a diet like because if i eat this pizza i'm gonna feel fine but now like and i don't, I don't i'm not beating myself about this pizza but now when you're ignoring the word of god and it's just like something is just like i know it's, you it's hear me different I know you hear level. Me. <laughs> it really feel like something pulling on you it be times where i feel like god be yelling at me I don't know if you ever, you felt that before. Yeah. It's moments where I'll be laying in my bed and I don't know if y'all are like this, but like I'll be lazy when I pray sometimes. So like you ever be laying in the bed, like in the position you about to sleep in and then yep. start praying. Right. I was one of them lazy prayers. And to sometimes I still am. I'm gonna be honest, but it was one time. It's been a couple times now, but I remember the first time and I'm laying there and all I hear was like, get on your knees, Jordan. And like to pray on my knees. And I'm like, and then I'm like, and then I hear it again, and I'm like, all right, let me get up. Like I'll be hearing, like I feel God yelling at me. And then I'm like, dang, you know, the more I started to think about it, it's like, if God was in front of me right now, would I be praying to Him, laying in my bed like that, or would I would I would I bow down and pray? So it's like, dang, all right, let me get up now and, and mm-hmm. kneel down on. It. And He be doing that to me a lot, and I be sometimes sometimes I don't listen. <laughs> I'll be honest, but he be he be yelling at me, man. So I'm not gonna get into like a long story about it, but you know what happened with my grandpa and COVID and all that. Yeah. And remember when I was like when I walked into the house and I felt something and it was like, Go over there, go over there. And then I was trying to ignore yeah. it. And then I was like, All right, let me go over there. And if I never listened to that, he would have died. So it's like I definitely be feeling it. And when you try to ignore it, it's something that you cannot ignore. It's like something that's really pulling you. Like it's like yes. it's weighing heavy on your chest. It's it's worse than losing money. 
Like this yeah, <laughs> low key. It's worse than missing your parlays, man. Yeah. It's it's tough. It's a it's a it's a it's a feeling like it's. I don't even want to say it's a terrible feeling, but it don't feel good when you're not listening. You feel like you're disappointing somebody. Yeah, if somebody's yeah. watching you. Like you feel somebody's watching you, even though nobody's literally in the room. Somebody that somebody's God, and mm-hmm. he is watching you, and he's pulling you until you do it. This is like. This is worse than expecting the beating because you ain't take the meat out that your mom told you to take out. <laughs> you like, take that chicken out. There's the so thorn. many an- analogies for this, of, and it still don't compare to when you really feel that feeling. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like, you got <laughs> you, you just got to feel it to know. Things. When it happened, you know it's happening, man. Yeah, like. And it's, um, it was one moment, that you, you mentioned in your, your grandpa's story, reminds me of this moment that happened to me at WestCon, and like, I, wrote it on Facebook when it happened because mm-hmm. I, I just needed to talk to somebody about it but this was before I had that real relationship with God and I think it was it was either before I met you or that same year I don't remember but the thing, it might have been the same year but I'm outside between Whitehall and Fairfield like that little tiny parking lot mm-hmm. and there's benches in front of Whitehall and it's nighttime. It it's probably like 9.30 I'm about to go to the library and it's this girl sitting on the bench and she's crying, like just crying back and forth. And me and Isaiah was talking to some dude he knew. And we was like, yo, is she good? Like, she's straight? Like, something in me just said, like, yo, is she straight? And he was like, I don't know. She's just been sitting there crying. And <laughs> it's a college campus. Like, you see somebody sitting there going through it, you're going to mind your business and keep walking. Like, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> you could be going through whatever. I'm going to mind my business I'm and keep walking. just thinking of Isaiah, how he said it. And that's why I'm like. <laughs> yo, because you know Isaiah, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Isaiah sometimes he'll say things with no emotion in it, and it's like, dang, my lord. <laughs> it's like, yo, why are you so mean? But he don't be mean, but he be mean. He was but mean to me. He definitely was that time. But <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, dang, let me go over to this girl. Something told me to go over there because uh-huh. I, I mean, I could have just left her alone. She could have been sad about her boyfriend or whatever it was. Like, it's none of my business. But something told me to go over there, and I go over there, and the girl having an asthma attack. Oh, she couldn't talk. So all she could do, she's just wheezing and crying and everybody was walking past her. People like the dude had been there for a couple minutes. He's like, yeah, she's been sitting there for a while. I'm like, for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like she was having an asthma attack and she couldn't really communicate nothing. And all I saw, she had the, the pump in her hand and she's shaking. And I'm like, oh, God, what do I do? I, I ain't got no first aid training. I don't know what's going on. Like, do I give it to her? Do I like how do I use this thing? Literally, you just press it. But like, I ain't know that. I don't got asthma. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, yeah. And, and God just worked, man. So I'm there. I call 911. Then some lady walks by and she's like a naturopathic doctor of all times at 930 at night. She walks by and she's a naturopathic doctor and starts rubbing on all these different pressure points and all this other stuff. The girls start breathing better. She stopped crying and all this other stuff. We finally get her to take her inhaler. Like God just put all the right people in the right spot. And then the ambulance came and she got on the ambulance and they took her away. And I never saw this woman again. Wow. And you know that school is mad small. You, you see, see people her? again. Yeah. You see people again. You see them on the shuttle, the cab, somewhere. You Come on. See them. It's a small school. Even people who commute, you see them again, but I never saw her again. That's wild. Yeah. And then as I was walking away, going to the library, I just heard God's voice in my head. I don't remember what he said because I wasn't in a phase where I wrote things down then, mm-hmm. but I heard them and then I started like tearing up and I'm like, oh my God, what's going on right now? Uh-huh. And I ain't have the relationship with God then. So I'm like, this is... It's a spooky. <laughs> you didn't know what it was. That's I didn't why. know what it was. It was scary, but like, 
when God be in business with you, he really mean it, man. So, like, the, that story and your grandpa's story, like, mm-hmm. it's real. You can't ignore stuff like that. You definitely can't. And when you when you don't have that relationship yet and you get that feeling, that's when it's, like, kind of, like, the dangerous time. Because remember that book when it was saying that, that feeling you feel is the Yo. universe. So now that's also, like, a... That's probably another episode, but like how somebody <laughs> could get you with those crystals and Yo. the manifesting and stuff. But I'm happy you got to where you're supposed to be instead of like wandering off somewhere else. I'm happy you got where you were supposed to be. Man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy you got where you were supposed to be, man. But, um, oh, man, what else do I have on here? Because I love this conversation, but I'm also looking at the clock because I'm like, dang, we got to go see Kirk Franklin soon. <laughs> so I can't, I can't. Might have to do a part two. We might yeah. have to do a part two. That's going to take forever. You know, you be. I got to come back. I got to come back. You got to come back? Yeah. We might do a part two. This might be the first time we do a part <laughs> two. It's a new day. <laughs> Daily dimensions. But, um, hmm. I might actually save it. We might save it for a part because I have a lot of nursing questions for you. Because you're a nurse. And a lot of this episode was supposed to be about nursing. But God, as you see, God took over. He definitely did <laughs> we just take have, over. So we're going to do a part two. And a part two is going to be about nursing and health and all those fun things. Because we haven't had somebody on here who is like a medical professional in that way. So that'll be part two. Let's stick with part one. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, how do you, as you're growing in your faith, start to like, sprinkle Jesus into your conversations with your friends who may not necessarily be where you're at. So some of my friends, like say they call me with a situation. It just so happened. I might end up reading a Bible verse about what they said mm-hmm. and then I'm going to send it to them. They'll just love the message. They ain't even like say oh. nothing. I'm just like, mm, I'm going to send you another one. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's exactly what I was doing to you with the Bible verses. You like, was, you was not that. reading it. And I was just like, so did not, you read? I would read some of them and not respond. And then some of them, I was like, all right, I'm going to get back to this one. But, all right, go ahead, man. Yeah, because you was not reading. <laughs> like, you, you read three days, and then Bro, after the, thir- the third day, you was like, yeah, I ain't going to lie to you. I fell off. With the calendar, I was good for like two weeks. I'll give it two weeks. How many weeks are in a year? A lot. Okay, then. 52. Okay, don't then. disrespect me. All right. I mean, at least you picked up the Bible. I, I, I'll, I'll give you that. You picked the up the Bible. Is, all right. I'll be struggling to read the Bible, but I will watch mad sermons. Like but I'll, nothing like nothing like reading I it yourself. Know, I know it's not the same. You you could read it yourself too, and then like get the word that God wants you to get because you're getting the word that that God gave that person to preach to you. But what is He trying to tell Jordan? You see what I'll be saying about accountability. You see what I be saying? She be yelling at me, man. And it's not fair. Like, like you, you telling me I watch a sermon. Great. <laughs> yeah, like, you're right. You're right. Would you go to your therapist if you know he went to YouTube University? I would say he got it out the mud. And I respect that. No, no. I know what you said. You know the fake doctor when he got caught? Like the little boy? <laughs> yeah. I know what you said. Dang. You saying that and I'm like, yeah, that's a whole different, Yeah. Man, okay, so me sitting here watching sermons on YouTube is like YouTube University for a real relationship with God. Yeah. Dang. Like, yeah, I, I watched this Dang. sermon, but, like, did you do the work to get to him? <clears throat> that person did the work, and he's able to feel what he was supposed to feel, and now he created that sermon that you're feeling. What are you going to read so you can feel it for yourself? Mm. Not, that's the, that's the, it's God, the pastor, you. You don't want it just to be God and you? Mm. You don't want that? Mm. I do want that exactly so you need to read 
So yeah. when I be like, did you read? It's yeah. just like, because I'm like, ah, like, so like when I sent, I think it was like a song and I was like, this is for you. And I'm like, I wish he was reading it so I didn't have to tell you, like, go read it. You still going to have to do that, though. I mean, I am. But you it's still going like, to have to do that. Like, even if I am reading it, you got something and you know it's for me, you still going to have to send that. You know I'm still sending it. You're going to have like, to send that. Like, what, what was it? Ecclesiastes? And I was like, yo, you got to read the whole book. Like, it's wild in here. <laughs> he was Ecclesiastes like, get lit. <laughs> he was like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, it was just like, oh, I hope y'all read it. Hope y'all read it. Yeah, Whatever definitely go read at. it. Yeah, and I, I've been reading more. I like I haven't been with the calendar, but like God put it on my heart to read First Samuel. Mm-hmm. So I'm with that right now. I'm like three chapters in, or okay. three, yeah, three chapters. Okay. I had to break it down in my head. I'm like book, chapter, verse. Okay, so like three chapters in. King James. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> nah, that that's definitely been on my heart because I don't know. Did I tell you? I did tell you about it. The, 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 the dream, dream or the yeah. vision I'm, I still don't understand and maybe because I need to finish reading that he told me to watch a series um from one pastor and he told me to read first Samuel so I like I bet you watched the series didn't you I haven't finished either one there's 10 mm-hmm. parts to the series I got to part seven and then first Samuel I'm on chapter three so out of how many I don't know probably like 20 chapters but mm-hmm. the answer is in there somewhere but it definitely is the the dream and the vision I was having for y'all listening, right? So for like three days straight, maybe four, but it felt like three, I would wake up at like five in the morning to the sound of a doorbell and no one's at the door. Like I wake up, no one is in my house. No one's leaving. No one's moving. Like it's just me in the crib. And if someone else is there, they're sleeping as well. But I wake up to the sound of a doorbell. And then that's it. And I look around. I'm like, is someone here? And I'm like, yo, and nothing. (laughs) And then it stops. And then I go to sleep. And for like three days, that was something. And I still don't know, but I'm going to read and I'm going to find out. But I feel like God trying to get my attention about something. I don't know what it is, but I feel it. But you remember earlier, you said like, how does reading the Bible, how does it change me and stuff? I Mm. feel like if you start reading, like, you know how. Like, it's not like we purposely said, oh, I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off. That's just, that just happened. Yeah. But now, like, I feel like if you start reading, like, you're going to, it's going to, like, it's going to pinpoint certain people because you're going to read something and then a certain, like, you see, I'll, I'll, I'll read something. I'm like, oh, this for Smitty. Yeah. So then I'll read something. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, this person low-key hating. <laughs> oh, this this person right here, they 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 got the evil eye over here. And I'm just like, oh, like, it'll, it'll just start telling you things. And I'm like, hmm. And then it was like, sometimes, like, Sometimes, like, life wants you to go back to the old you. And there, there's there been many testing times where, like, I was about to revert back to mm-hmm. what I shouldn't have. And I just said. pull you back, They definitely try to pull me back. And I read my Bible. And I would just, like, ignore everything that was coming. And I was just like, let me just read the Bible. Calm down. Read the Bible. And it's just, like, every time that um, life tried to bring me back to what I'm not supposed to be, where I used to be. Mm-hmm. I just went read my Bible and like, it's not like I just picked up and just be like, Oh, let me just read for the day. Like I just read like probably Proverbs or Psalms and you know, there's 31 Proverbs. So you can read <laughs> <laughs> there's 31 Proverbs. So you can read one a day. Yeah. And then if the month has 30 days, like this month, you could read 30 and 31 on the last day. 
But I always read the Proverbs, and it's like no matter how many times I read the Proverbs, it's something new that I'm seeing in there. And I read it in, yeah, and I read it in um, all different versions of the Bible. And each time, like it's crazy, each time that you change the version of the Bible, you're getting a different message from a different verse because you Mm -hmm. see it in a different language. So it's like if I tell you something and you don't hear it from me, but now if your mom says, you're like, that makes sense. Yeah, it's the same thing, but Mm -hmm. different. Yeah. So you got to read it just got to read it. I, don't, I can't tell you more. It's just like, you got to read it. <laughs> the overall takeaway from this. And I love like one is the accountability piece, but two, I need to go read my Bible. Like this is what I, if, <laughs> if I've learned anything today, I need to go read it, man. But, um, Oh man. So where do you see yourself like going with this relationship with God, man? You see yourself like eventually serving in church or like doing something like serving a missionary trip. Travel missionary and missionary trip that that could be that could be something but like i don't i don't know like i don't know if i got there where i'm gonna be in the church like because i go to church but i don't yeah. know if i'm gonna be like that into it because it's like you know god forgives and all of that we we meant to we we're meant to sin and you know try to try to do your best but like i'm gonna feel guilty because it's like even though they say jesus died for us and um you may sin and it's gonna be forgiven i'm gonna feel bad like now i'm in your your, your house and i'm <laughs> I'm still being human. So it's like, I'm gonna feel like I really have to like be different. And I'm just like, let me, mm. so I don't know, like who knows in six years that saying. might happen. But like right now I don't see it like where I fully converted, but like, I don't know. Not, no, not you've fully converted. You, you're converted is a crazy word. Converted. You've uh, given your life to God. Right. Yeah. And you're, okay, you're okay. transformed. You're a new a person. Like converted sound different. It sounds like you turning into something different. Like, in a different way. <laughs> well, if you know me, you know you know I'll be using words wrong, That's like jacket, right. sweater. <laughs> but I mean. That right there, though, like, don't feel, and that's that's a tactic of the enemy. Like, that's condemnation right there. Like, don't feel like you have to be a certain person to be used by God. Mm-hmm. You don't got to be a certain standard of person, a, a perfect kind of person to be able to serve in a church or to serve God or, like, to serve how he calls you to serve. Like, if he places it on your heart, if he calls you in that direction, if he moves you in that direction. That's all you need. That's the green light. Like you don't gotta have six years under your belt, like you mm-hmm. said. And I think six is the number of man. So like you saying that is, oh. th- yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you <laughs> you don't gotta have six years under your belt or nothing like that. Like if he calls you to do it, you gotta do it. Because when you look at Jesus's disciples, all of them was imperfect people. So so like what I want to say on that is, I would like like you see like if he calls me to do it, do mm-hmm. it. So I like it like that. Like where it's like. When he calls on me, I'll be here. I'm ready. Versus like, because like sometimes, like this could be in any church. Sometimes my pastor might say something that I don't agree with, and I'm like, damn, I'm tied. I'm tied to this place because I'm like, you know. But I'm just like, if I'm on my own and I got my relationship with God, He know where I stand, and we good. So I don't know. I don't know where I see myself with with that in five years. Mm. But I know I'll still be with the Lord. Hey. More now, I'm excited to see it, man. Because to see the growth from like 20, what 2015 when we met, seven years going wow. on like eight, like to the see the growth time. from then to now. Uh, one, I want to just like at first I acknowledge how like you helped me and what you mean to me, but like I'm proud of you. <laughs> I want to say that I'm proud of you, man, because both of our lives could have gone very differently. <laughs> we could be in very different places, 
doing very different things right now. But here we are sitting in in a basement on a podcast talking about Jesus. Like, <laughs> you would have thought we were going to a gospel concert. Come on, I was sitting here talking about Jesus about to go see Kirk and Maverick. I thought we would have been at an alkaline concert or something. Yo, Idonia, Idonia would have been. <laughs> Idonia concert would have been late, dog. Oh man! But we gave gave herself to the Lord. I can't remember the last time. Dang, it'd be hard to listen to certain music. He was talking about that too. Like I. Some of it I still get. I st- I listen to it here and there. Remember, I sent you that tweet. What did um somebody tweet about like God or Jesus? And then JT says something like like shut up. And then you was just like, dang, I can't follow her. <laughs> yeah, <no more." laughs> yeah. I'm like, come on now. Yeah, it's a lot of people. I'll be going through my Instagram and I'll be looking at people and I'm like, dang. And like I can hear God saying like, yeah, stop following that person. And then I'm scrolling and I see another person. He's like, yeah, that one too. Because full <laughs> transparency, like. Us men, we will follow a lot of people just because they're attractive. We don't mm-hmm. really know them from nothing. We don't care about their life. It's just like, yo, she look good. I'm a follower. And God knew that. So, like, as I'm scrolling, he's like, yeah, that one too. I said, dang, okay, I'll follow. I'll follow mad people. I was like, I got to change. This is different because, yeah, what you, what you, you know how they say the eyes are the window to the soul? Mm-hmm. Like, the stuff you sit there and look at all the time has a real impact on how you think in your life and everything. And I'm like, I don't need to be sitting here looking at these women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's skewing my mindset and all this other stuff. So I was like, dang, all right, let me change that. But God really be moving, man. And it's also, I think, because I've also been reading, like, self-empowering books. And mm-hmm. that's crazy for me to say because when I was in school, I didn't even want to read the assignment. And now I'm over, now. I don't like reading. And now I'm over here reading self-empowering books and um, reading my Bible, and it's just like, wow. And then that also brought me to a point where I was feeling like I'm outgrowing people because I can't even call you and talk about, if I can't talk to you about yeah. God, I can't talk to you about reading this book. Like, what? I don't want to talk to what you about value what... are you adding Yeah, right like, I don't want to talk to you about what's happening on Twitter or what's happening Shade on Instagram. Yeah, like, why can't we talk about life? And then I feel like me getting, like, taking these steps of growth is now it's just like, I don't want to feel like I'm better than anybody, but it's just like you're now, in a different space, though. Yeah, like like I'll be seeing text messages. I'm like, I don't really relate to this. I'm, let me just ha ha it. Like so, it's like all right, but it's like now it's just like you're really seeing people are not growing the way you're growing. Like mm-hmm. I'm growing this way, but you're growing diagonally, and it's just like yeah, our paths are not the same. And it's just like I wish you could have came with me, but you can't, and that's fine. Sometimes people get separated for a reason. Sometimes people got to fall off as you keep moving forward. And like you said, you know, some people you, as you grow, you realize who's not growing Mm -hmm. and not even just who's not growing, but like you said, who's not growing the same way as you. Cause they could be growing, but it's like, if God ain't in it, it's like, "Eh, that's cool, but it's going to fall apart eventually, Mm -hmm. you know? So man, growth is amazing. Ain't it? It definitely is. (laughs) Like, but then it's like growth is amazing, but then growing apart don't feel good. That's tough. Cause you might be growing apart from your own family. Yeah, man, it's a different yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you, you starting to see like you see the generational curses. Mm-hmm. You see the the toxicity, the negativity. You see everything, mm-hmm. and it's just like, God, why are you doing this to me now? Like, I, like wait till I'm thirty or something. Like, and it's <laughs> like I know we family. Like I love you because we family, but like this ain't love. This ain't real. This ain't what love was supposed to be. And this relationship is doing more harm than good. I gotta cut you off, even though we related. Yeah, and um, just just having a relationship with God makes it sets the tone of the relation relationship that you should have with the people that's right here in your circle, like mm-hmm. the people that should be breathing in breathing room of you. Like 
Like, should I answer my call for you? Like you, I'm not, I'm not saying like everybody has to be able to talk about God, but it's like when you feel like that uncomfortableness is just like, should I, should I be talking to you? Mm-hmm. Or then if I can't even talk to you about like, like, um, like a lot of people know me for joking around and stuff like that. But it, when I'm trying to be serious yeah. and I can't talk to you, why, why are you, why are you here? Yeah. It's a lot to say, man. It's, yo, we could go hours, <laughs> hours, and I feel it because I'm sitting here like, dang, we could talk. And and as we're sitting here, I'm like, there's some stuff I want to say, but I'm like, dang, okay. I'm happy you don't have the notebook. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> man, there's so much stuff I could have said, but um, I want to end it here, and I want to ask you this last question, right? And normally I ask people like, oh, what's a piece of advice you would have given your younger self? I don't really want to ask you that question. I want to ask you something different, right? So what is one thing about a relationship with God that you would want someone to know right now? Like who may not necessarily have that relationship? What's one thing about a relationship with God that you would want people to know about? Um, no one can define your relationship with God. Meaning like you yourself and God knows where you stand with God. So don't let someone think cause you was just partying today and tomorrow you praying. Don't let, don't let that, like, you know, your walk, he knows your walk that you're going through. Mm. Um, your relationship and someone else's relationship is not going to be the same. So it's just, you just take your time with God and you just, you just build it. What is it like? It's kind of like a, like a little baby. Like you just nurture it <laughs> and let it, it, yeah, shape it, you let it grow. Like, so like, it's not something that just gets thrown at you. It's like you slowly build it and you get your confidence in him and mm. all of that. So um, if you don't have your relationship with God, don't worry that, oh, I don't have one. I need to go work on it. He will find you. He yeah. will find you. That, he that's definitely will. At the end of the day, he will find you. <laughs> just hopefully he don't find you. When, like, the, you know, the people, like it's sad to say, but people find God on their deathbed. Yeah, you don't want it to be that late. You don't want it to be that late. Like, let him find you and don't fight it. Do not fight it because it's gonna be even harder. Like it's gonna, it's gonna. Just don't fight. <laughs> I'm it. telling you, we could go on and on about this, dog. <laughs> yeah, I was about and to say something else. Yo, just don't fight. Just don't fight. And there's no coincidence, neither, that as I asked you that question and as you're giving that answer, the lights came on. I don't know who upstairs turned the lights on. I'm telling you, I'll be recording in the basement. It'd be a lot happening when I'll be joking about the fire, uh, not the the furnace be coming on. And came all on. Like it'd be a lot happening, but we gonna get this message out, dog. But it's no coincidence that that happened, man. There's symbolism in that and there's meaning in that. But thank you for coming on. I appreciate you being here. And uh, until next time, man, we're going to get this part two popping. Love y'all, man.